0: Disney Plus presents a new series of shorts, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Sounds amazing! Are you ready for your first day of school? Tomorrow's technology today? Guys, imagine the possibilities! Featuring the most celebrated friends
1: ever. You fire up the car, and I'll round up our pals! Barbecue!
0: Minnie Mouse. Pluto. Donald Duck. Goofy,
2: I need something to knock my socks off. Daisy,
3: we are out of here. And
0: Mickey Mouse,
3: the greatest wrangler in all the West super!
0: <laughs> the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, an original series, streaming November eighteenth.
3: Tis
0: everything I hoped for. Woo-hoo! Let's get a own Only on Disney Plus.
2: One and all to the podcast without a cool acronym, the podcast where we review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Channel Darrow Shay. Joining me today, we have Tyler Green of Channel KRT. He's the T Waka Waka. <laughs> and also joining me today, we have D Hey
0: there, hi there, ho there.
2: <laughs> so, today we are going to be talking once again about the Mickey Mouse shorts because who doesn't love a little bit more of that anarchy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I
3: God, Coffee I, I I've just been so overdue in watching the rest of the Wonderful World of Minnie Mouse, sh- of the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse shorts, and I'm so glad that I did.
0: Oh, it's the Wonderful World of Minnie Mouse. Mickey Mouse isn't profitable anymore. Now they're <laughs> just focusing on on the female counterpart. Yeah. This post brought to you by Doomcock.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, um, the last time we recorded, I, I, I you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, on one hand, obviously, we had a ton of fun doing that episode, but on the other hand, that episode came out, I think, either right as the set of episodes had dropped, that was the first um, two that we're going to talk about are, like, right after it, um, and holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, because we're going to talk about them now, so there we go. Mm -hmm. yay Mm -hmm. yes so so we're going to talk about the six of the uh wonderful world of mickey mouse shorts that we didn't talk about last time because we talked about the other four yeah yeah so we talked about cheese wranglers we talked about house of tomorrow hard to swallow school of fish um so the ones we're going to talk about today are keep on rolling the big good wolf the brave little squire an ordinary date supermarket scramble and just the four of us and I got to say, this batch of shorts is just incredible.
3: (laughs) They're all fantastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, you know, I really cannot think of a bad short in any of these. Like, yeah, there are some that I kind of like a little less than the other. But these are a lot of fun regardless. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: So um, the first of these shorts is Keep On Rollin', where, of course, it is disco night at the roller rink. And everyone's having a good time until Pete shows up with his band of goons and apparently his girlfriend, who is actually Ursula.
3: That fucking reveal, though. What that the fucking hell? ruled. <laughs> uh, like, insert that, your own
0: I... descendants or Kingdom Hearts joke here. <laughs>
3: Kingdom Hearts, yes. Descendants, no. Oh no. <laughs> eh,
0: my girlfriend likes it. I I can't be mad at it. Yeah,
3: no, eh, no argument there. So, <laughs> mm. so the- yeah, that just that reveal that it would that Ursula just fucking shows up out of nowhere and is one of the villains of this short. <laughs> it's Indeed. just so out of left field and. It's exactly what you would expect from a show like this, and I love it. It's so And great. the icing
0: on the cake is that they actually got Pat Carroll to come back and yes, she still Pat sounds Carol. great.
3: Oh yes. Yeah, she's so great.
0: She's like the Betty White of voiceover people. She just will never age, will never die. She is a national treasure. She must be protected.
3: Damn straight. Did you guys ever see the uh video of her doing the ghost host narration at D twenty three one year?
0: Oh, I gotta see that now. Oh,
3: it's so fucking good. That's awesome. So, um, a couple other things. So the club, the
2: the the roller rink, um, club that they're at is called Yensid, and the DJ is Yensid,
3: <laughs> which is just oh, great. Man, I, yeah. That was a good. That was a good joke. Uh, <laughs> so the gist of the gist of this short is that Pete runs runs Mickey and the Gang out of this roller rink, and there is a bunch. There's a bunch of crazy gags where they try to find new roller rinks. Probably my favorite one of all of these is when they're on the top of that roof and (laughs) it just cuts to the demolition team and they're like, all right, all right, (laughs) smash it. This
2: is what happens if you spend longer than 10 10 seconds on top of a roof in Vegas, it gets imploded. (laughs) We're on top of this abandoned building.
3: (laughs) 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 Like comedic convenience aside, how did they not see that construction team? Me to convenience.
2: Maybe <laughs> they thought they were
0: uh maybe they thought they were a um village people cover band.
2: And speaking of cameos, um after the building gets imploded, the the next place they go to is a, a ballroom, and Mickey's like, My buddy Chip says that no one's used this ballroom in years. As soon as he said, that up. I knew exactly
3: where that was fucking going. <laughs> <laughs> And I he mean roars to... at them
2: so hard that the background um flies away and then like all of the color flies away and
3: then their line art falls apart. <laughs> oh, we should mention too that there's a couple of rainbow transitions too that focus on each scene. So, for example, in the first one, it focuses on this this smashed face that Mickey has. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's another thing too. The animation, I know we've probably said this in the last episode. There is just so much memeable material in this show. So good.
0: <laughs> that's actually kind of the weird thing about it because my first exposure to the Paul Rudish Mickey Mouse shorts was looking at those looking at the designs on a DVD case of like the first 12 or whatever. And I was actually originally really off put by them. I, I thought they didn't look that great, but then, you know, some time passed. I got some more brain cells in my head and I um, saw one of the random shorts on YouTube. <laughs> Tyler
3: stopped. Tyler put his background as Mickey with his face smashed in. <laughs> yeah, I forget which. Uh, yeah, it's the one when, they, when uh, Mickey and Minnie go on the date that we'll talk about later. Between Mickey and Pete and all the villains. And yeah, this sketch is just the best way I can describe it is colorful. Like just so everything in this bit is just so vibrant. And like the transformed the transformed discotech slash skating rink is just so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're gonna
1: change the world. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, and the music. Don't forget the music. It's peak. Sounds so much like Donna Summer. It does. It's great. But it's like it's like
2: this whole that whole showdown sequence is like Captain EO, but with roller disco, and it really is. Yeah, it's Captain EO with
3: roller disco. I mean, I was I was half expecting Ursula to say, "You find me beautiful." (laughs) (laughs) You think me beautiful? But also, I can understand if Disney doesn't want to touch Captain EO ever again. (laughs) Why would they need to? They have Guardians of of the Galaxy. (laughs) Exactly,
2: yes. And and, uh, Star Lord's only mildly problematic.
3: (laughs) Keyword being mildly. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Who
0: would you get? Who would you recast as Captain EO?
3: Uh, Definitely. I, I definitely want to say Glenn Howerton is intended. Because he was originally supposed to be uh he was app- originally supposed to be Star Lord before Chris Pratt signed on. He was one of the people James, James Gunn had in mind. Um uh, yeah, nice. so they they
2: save the day through the power of
3: disco dreams. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And don't forget there's a lot of good slapstick in the beginning too when the gang starts roller skating. Like, for example, Goofy does like a split and there's people who are, and there's like characters who are doing like the leg tunnel thing, and, and he just knocks all of them out of the way. <laughs> well, that, that happens is. with Ursula later, too. Yeah, that's right, and she sprays ink all over all over the villains, which, ew. ew. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the, bu- the building also is just magically repaired, too.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so they defeat they defeat Pete and the gang by turning them into disco characters. And Pete just has like this 70s porn stash. <laughs> and not sure how to feel. It, it, it suits him, I think. And you know what Ursula... this also is?
2: Oh, what's up? Well, you know what this also is plot wise? What? This is Mickey's
3: House of Villains roller disco edition. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Except a lot more satisfying, I think.
0: Yeah. And much more well animated.
3: Oh yeah. And somehow Ursula looks even more like a drag queen than she already does in her <laughs> 70s get up.
0: You could say she looks divine, if you will.
3: Hey. Ah.
0: <laughs> Never get tired of using that one.
2: Oldie but a goodie. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh that's it for the roller disco one. So of course the next one is the big
3: good wolf. Holy shit. I have many things I have to say about that. Uh, the first of them being fetish short.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh.
2: You thought the so, one where Goofy ends up eating Mickey and Minnie and they continue their date inside his stomach was weird? You'd be right, but this one's still kind
0: of up there. This is like the JJ Abrams sequel version of this. It's bigger.
2: Well, so on the first episode ever of this podcast where I um, talked with my sister Emma about Halloween episodes, uh, we talked about the episode of Star vs. the Force of Evil, Hungry Larry, where um, they summon a demon. And that demon just ends up eating everyone. And it's kind of similar to how this is, but played much less for laughs and more for Actually, straight-up horror, and it was kind of horrifying, so... <laughs> Always So, fun. with that oh, episode... Uh,
0: would that episode be called Star vs. the voices of Evil? Go to your oh, room. No,
2: go to your room. I'm in <laughs> my room. Without dinner! <laughs> <laughs> Starve.
0: Okay, Beast. Don't wear the color <laughs> off my picture. Oh, man. So, the gist <laughs>
3: of this is that uh mickey wants to help the big bad wolf become good but he can't stop eating all the characters Mm -hmm. which (laughs) yep
2: that is short yeah uh well well more 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 specifically uh mickey wants to teach the big bad wolf how to be good and the big good wolf's like okay i'll do that and uses it as an opportunity to eat everyone he can
0: I feel like this is that um, SpongeBob episode with Man Ray trying to learn how to be good, but like taken to the extreme,
3: minus the tickle belt. But yeah, mm. <laughs> I will say my favorite bit in this was when uh, is when they're helping Donald and Huey Dewey Louie paint uh, paint their house, and <laughs> and the the wolf the wolf just runs off, and he you can see all, and like you can hear their screams off screen, and that it pans to Donald being put in like into like the middle of a sandwich (laughs) and then it pans to the back of the ship and you see Donald Huey Dewey and Louie painted onto it and Mickey doesn't suspect a thing (laughs) so the
2: the opening of the short um Mickey's walking around uh whistling of course the famous song and Minnie runs up to him and is like Mickey the big bad wolf moved in he's he's Eating everyone and
3: terrorizing our neighborhood. And Mickey's like, I'll give him the old one too. A stern talking to and a loving hug. Any particular bits that you guys really love from this episode or
2: um there were a couple the there there is um there was the 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 when when the wolf is trying to uh w- once Mickey figures out that the wolf has been eating people the whole time and he has to run from him
3: and also figure out how to get everyone out of him. That's such a weird sentence. Oh, um, I just, I, ooh, Chandler, real quick. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I just remembered from that scene. The best gag in that is uh, when the wolf gets stuck in the door, and Minnie's and Mickey's tugging on his tail to get everyone out, and it literally turns into a fucking game of pinball.
2: I was gonna say yeah. There's the pinball, <laughs> which is amazing, but the other one that I really like is the the one that's like the game that they always have, uh, where you have to figure out which cup the the yes. ball or whatever is under. And it's like, it's with the silver platters and with Mickey and he's not under any of them. And then he like uh, does the old cartoon fake out of while he was hiding on the the top of it. And he like, you know, hits his nose or whatever.
3: Yeah. And (laughs) and it makes the buzzer noise. Yes. Yeah. The one thing I noticed about this short is that it really, it feels less like a Disney short and more like the last half of a Roadrunner cartoon, I think. Yeah, it kind of does. (laughs) it just focuses on like a wacky chase and there's all these great visual gags and by the way this all takes place in the three little pigs house yeah i noticed in their basement that you can see the cuts of a mouse like a poster of like just (laughs) the cuts of mickey's silhouette but like all the meat on him
0: and the three little pigs are vindictive guys aren't they
3: I mean, well, I they think, have a the picture of up. their father hanging up, and it's just his corpse. So, hmm. they also there were also sausages
2: hanging up over there. I'm like, oh hey, it's the BB Wolf Sausage Company from Disney Springs, because <laughs> they actually have like a like a little quick service place, like a little place that has like different kinds of sausage themed to the Big Bad Wolf. See, I actually didn't
3: know that. I have to try that.
2: Yeah, I've been meaning to try. Uh, the, it. They the, have like uh, uh, a uh, that's messed up. They have like a, a Louisiana uh, sausage with like crawfish on it too. That sounds yeah. like insanely good.
3: Let's see what else happens in this short. Oh, I'm trying to
2: remember. This this short is kind of just like it's all very traumatic, but also very
3: funny. <laughs> also, this whole time, uh, this whole time that to add on to the whole fetish aspect of it, of it, <laughs> the uh, the wolf's stomach keeps growing and growing. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those shorts. Like, guys. oh, it's
2: one of those where DeviantArt is gonna be like, oh, it's it's for me, it's for me, it's mine now.
3: <laughs> gone. The power of Christ compels you. Uh, um, oh,
2: also, Honeycrisp apples are the best. <laughs> yes, damn. Honeycrisp apples are very good. Uh, but I love I love when when Mickey finally realizes that oh shit, the wolf is actually gonna eat me. <laughs> like he's been so optimistic the whole time, and it's like, oh crap, yeah, I was wrong.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was a meme running around on Twitter: the best "I'm dead and I know it" scenes in all of in all of film.
3: Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think
2: this 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 whole short makes kind of an interesting point. To it. it's like, you know, some people are just incapable of change, and and they're just bad people, and that's okay. You just have to
3: get them the hell out of your life as fast as possible. Some things never change but guys at least the big bad wolf changed one thing
0: <laughs> his <Or>
3: address <laughs> <laughs> okay that yeah that was a pretty good joke also by the way Chandler, uh, when we were talking about the short earlier uh, you were asking if the wolf was played by Clancy Brown he is. Yes, I figured. I figured it, was yes. it sounds like him. It, yeah, sounds, he just has it actually Mr. sounded Krabs. like a
2: cross between when he played Santa Claus on um, Phineas and Ferb and Mr. Krabs. Yeah, because he just has
3: that Mr. Krabs grovel in his voice. Yeah. I'm uh, just waiting patiently for him. Casting.
0: I'm just waiting patiently to hear the Chris Bradford voice from Ninja Turtles again.
3: Oh, yeah, there's the. Uh, there's the uh, nursing home gag, too, with all the old folks. And you can see just, like, a, an One actual skeleton, skeleton in the crowd.
0: <laughs> would old people be, like, you know, like, dried fruit or, like, raisins to wolves?
3: Yeah. He, he would. Also, in the because we get, don't forget, we get a shot of who's inside the big bad's wolf's stomach. Dumbo's in there for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm so why hungry, not? I could eat a whole elephant.
0: I know that feeling. Yes, uh, I'm still working on the Dumbo live tweet. Just
3: Also, the saxophone Prince eat. from uh, Musicland is in this for some reason because. <laughs> oh, yeah. So why not?
0: A lot That's of deep like cuts Z- in these shorts, and I love it.
2: Uh, oh, the other gag that's in there um, when when Mickey and Minnie are working on the garden, Mickey plants a flower bed, and it's the Disneyland
3: flower bed. <laughs> oh yeah, and the and the plaque <laughs> that Mickey gives the Big Bad Wolf, it uh, it looks like the partner statue. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. I I love I love that the creators of this are always doing their own work, and you can tell that they just love Disney, not just like the movies and the shows, but like the parks themselves and the deep cuts that not everyone's gonna get. Oh yeah, I mean they know who their audience is with this, these shorts what right now.
1: Looking.
2: Are the closest we're gonna get to some sort of Disney park based series
3: for now, at least. I hopefully, mean, we're supposed to get the, the uh, we're supposed to get the Society of Explorers and Adventurers show in the future, but. Who knows if that's going to happen? Yeah. But, but we we get all these promises for cool stuff that they want to do, and then
2: it always ends up falling apart for whatever reason. Like, God, I want that Haunted Mansion animated series so bad.
0: Good lord. Although, I want that. Give
2: Muppets, Disney Plus M- some credit.
0: Okay. Oh, give Disney Plus some credit. They uh, at least don't have series fall apart as consistently as Warner Brothers and HBO Max does
3: yeah that's true yeah yeah Muppets i mean I, mansion, hopefully please don't let us down Muppets on Mansion is gonna be awesome i'm very excited for that <laughs> i'm i'm so curious how they're gonna pull everything off like we don't know a whole lot about the plot we don't know what kind of
2: format it's gonna be exactly that it's gonna I'm, be a Muppets we special. don't even
3: know if they're gonna film it in the parks is the thing i mean they had plenty of time to film it in the parks
2: mm-hmm. well like, yeah
3: that's true but Gonna be disneyland.
2: i don't know i don't know how long they would have been working on it while uh, disneyland was closed
0: although as per tony's last state of the parks in the escape from vault Disney podcast plug plug um the plot of the of the special is that gonzo is going to be invited to stay in the haunted mansion for a night or something like that and that sounds like an episode of rocky and Bullwinkle they did once
3: that's right. I mean, there have been, there have been celebrity, sh- celebrity shenanigans in the haunted mansion. Cause there was that uh, thing with Sandy Duncan, where she plays a burglar and she goes through the whole mansion. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's, it's pretty fun.
2: Uh, that, so uh, so it's kind of like home alone, but it's like, instead of being booby trapped by Macaulay Culkin, it's, Oh no, it's just the haunted mansion and the ghosts are all going to screw with you
0: i'd actually watch that that, that sounds that cool. would be
2: that would be a fantastic movie i, I probably yeah. should cut this out and write this screenplay
3: and pitch it to someone <laughs> you should make yes i kind of hope that's a that i kind of <laughs> hope that's the direction they're going to take with the new haunted mansion movie yeah like don't mm-hmm. make it like the eddie murphy haunted mansion movie but also i i kind of had this sort of headcanon for like a Haunted Mansion movie that kind of like took place in like the seventies during the, what Walt, what would have Walt have done era?
1: Like that could
3: have been interesting, but it also could have been a train wreck. Yeah. So who knows? I think, I think tonally you'd want it to be funny,
2: but still definitely scary. Whatever you end up doing with Haunted Mansion. Yeah. 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 Like, like a more comedic scary stories to tell in the dark, A scary stories to tell in the dark still had like some really intense moments but it was PG-13 which is i think is perfect.
0: Mm. I think like the perfect vibe that you want for a haunted mansion movie is that the ghosts are always having more fun than the people that they're spooking.
2: Absolutely, yes. Um but we're getting really off topic because the haunted mansion was all the way back in the potato land short. Um uh,
0: <laughs> so,
3: Is there anything uh you guys want to say before we move on to the next one?
0: Um no, I, I guess the went- short was just I guess the short was just a nice little bite-sized short.
3: (laughs) Emphasis on bite-size.
2: We got, um, next up, we got the Brave Little Squire, a.k.a. Mortimer is a punk little bitch.
3: He fucking killed Donald.
2: (laughs) He fucking killed Donald!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's, so it starts off with Mortimer being knighted by Minnie once again, and he makes a, and he says something about the last Squire, and it just cuts to, Barbecue Donald—it just cuts to a barbecue duck with Donald's hat on it, and you could just <laughs> put two and two together. Donald's
1: fucking dead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's your cameo, kids.
0: <laughs> Little off topic, but is uh, Mortimer still voiced by Jeff Bennett in this episode?
3: He is. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Disney Wiki right now, and Joanna Lumley uh, narrated this sketch. This uh the short.
0: Mm. Because, yeah, I remember Jeff Bennett playing Mortimer as far back as ooh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas.
3: I mean, the voice the voice he does here is a little bit different, but it's still Jeff Bennett doing the voice, so.
0: Hmm. A testament to his range, as all good voice actors have.
3: Yes. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, Chandler, take it away. Um, so the other thing is that this, this episode is pretty much like that one episode of Spongebob.
2: Where um SpongeBob is like the biggest fan of the, the jellyfish hunter. I can't re- what what was his name? Kevin. 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 Yeah.
0: Hi
3: Mortimer.
2: Yeah, so Mortimer <laughs> is basically Kevin, where it's like everyone thinks that he's this amazing um uh you know Kevin is this amazing jellyfishing expert. Mortimer is this amazing knight. They're both kind of just jerks, like complete but, and total jerks. Although I think and Kevin was at least still, jerk. Yeah, Kevin was at least still, I think, somewhat good at jellyfishing, from what I remember about the episode, but Mortimer is the worst.
3: Jellyfishing, jellyfishing, jellyfishing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mortimer would definitely get me too.
3: Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, he kinda did in that one uh in that one house of mouse in the in that uh, he kind of did in the house of mouse christmas special, remember with uh with the mistletoe? it was it was the bit where uh yeah you know you can cut that out it's fine yeah I don't, i'm like i don't remember that enough to it's not on disney plus so i don't remember it
2: that well but it should be it should be but it should
0: <laughs> there <laughs> there are just two things that i want on disney plus for christmas i don't care what else i, I just want house of mouse and all its associated you know uh, spin-offs and whatnot and Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, please.
2: Yes, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command should be on there. Um, <laughs> okay, so
0: I know big... John Lasseter didn't like it, but he's not there anymore. Spite him. So basically, Lord.
2: just like Kevin and SpongeBob, Mortimer sees uh, Mickey being like, "I'm your biggest fan." He's like, "Oh, look at this! Look at this sucker!" <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, like you see in his head, Mickey turns the into a socker. Yeah, he turns into a sucker. <laughs>
0: I'm actually kind of surprised that there aren't like you know all day suckers that are in the shape of Mickey Mouse uh, at the parks. They do have those. They do? Yeah, they Maybe do. They have Mickey. It, yeah. They have Mickey suckers. Like the the humongous like all day. Oh, suckers? Oh, not like the huge the...
2: ones. Like the 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 smaller ones that are like the mousier ones, but they don't have like big yeah. ones. I I feel like those would break way too easily. Is the only problem.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: That's true. But yeah, so, whole- so basically, uh, Mickey, of course, is, you know, wide-eyed and excited to work for this, um, this legendary noble knight. But as anyone who gets a service <laughs> job will tell you, that, that does not last.
3: Mortimer is a fucking schmuck. He is. And <laughs> total. Fuck Mortimer. All Fuck my Mortimer. homies hate Mortimer. <laughs> it's me. I'm homies.
2: I- I'm so <laughs> glad that... Um, uh, whoever it was said you can't call him more you can't call mickey more I- i'm so glad that whoever it was said you can't call mickey mortimer because uh that that's just not a
3: good name it really isn't but mortimer it fits this character better because mortimer is just a f- giant fucking sleazeball on anything he's mm-hmm. in
0: plus it is the root mort which is um I think it's latin for death which is fitting because you what? want to see mortimer freaking die.
3: <laughs> well he well he gets tomatoes thrown at him. That's good enough. That's good enough. That's almost hmm. uh, maybe he's allergic to tomatoes, I don't know.
0: <laughs> but what about the civility?
3: <laughs> don't fight hate with hate you guys. Violence isn't the answer.
0: Don't don't fight
2: the big bad wolf with hate.
3: Violence is never the answer oh yeah we yeah we forgot to mention the big bad wolf in the last short gets launched into the sun yeah <laughs> so he probably burned the death rightfully so but... and the
2: sun just like flicked him off in disgust
3: <laughs> like he's literally just a fly on the wall
0: mm-hmm. extra crispy extra <clears throat> crispy
3: also
2: mickey is given a spoon to defend himself. In this short,
3: <laughs> like a, oh, if yeah, you were right, and if you weren't even, making even the tick then, jokes. He somehow, does a better job than Mortimer because due to his shenanigans, he keeps he keeps getting all the villains and stuff.
2: Mm. His outfit, of course, is very similar, and this is obviously intentional. Very similar to uh, Brave Little Taylor. Oh, yeah, that's, right. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, one thing I Matt love admitted, is is so many admitted. of these. So many of these shorts go back and reference classic Disney so well, like it all feels so natural. When those, those are they'll, they'll, and they'll just casually have like you know you'll have Snow White and the Dwarfs show up or Ursula or whomever or the the witch from uh, Sword in the Stone makes an appearance.
3: Yeah, Madam yeah, Mim. Kind of, yeah, that's
0: right. Kind of out of nowhere cameo by Madame <laughs> Mim.
3: <laughs> yeah, and she and, and she gives one. Mickey donkey ears too. A surprise to be sure,
2: but a welcome one.
0: <laughs> Gives him donkey ears. I'm going to curse you to be a DreamWorks sidekick. <laughs>
3: oh, no. I don't want to be Eddie Murphy. And then Mickey fights a dragon. You think you're so powerful? Well, uh,
2: this is my dream. The dragon, the dragon, the dragon. Will somebody please get me? Stop saying dragon. yeah well specifically uh mortimer is up in the tower with minnie and minnie's talking about how brave and courageous he is and then she's like oh a dragon
3: well thank goodness you're here and he just gets the hell out of dodge oh yeah he literally just just runs away and runs in the mickey (laughs)
2: yeah
3: maybe Maybe it's it's just just
2: because i I have have uh You're supposed to protect the queen. No, I'm a coward and I don't want to die.
3: <laughs> so I forget. Okay. Like, how does fine, defeat... I'll do it myself. <laughs> so I forget. How does Mickey defeat the dragon again? Using um,
2: using a catapult filled with water. Ultimately. Ooh. Okay. He, he shoots water into the dragon's mouth, and suddenly the dragon can't breathe fire.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, and then the do- and then the and then the dragon starts whimpering like a dog. You never know. Maybe the dragon had just gotten done eating some of those really hot chips
2: and Mickey was actually doing him a favor.
0: That's uh, those uh Talky Blue.
2: Yeah. Or well, one of those where it's like the the one chip challenge where it's like you know they they do the thing where it's like we bet you can't have this, you know, without having having a drink of water afterwards or whatever.
0: I'm from Texas. They're lightweights. <laughs> it's like uh going
2: on uh what's that one show hot ones where they eat the hot wings
3: <laughs> hot ones <laughs> all right so is there anything else you guys want to say before we move on or well and
2: so mortimer of course tries to take credit for defeating the dragon and everyone immediately runs him over and goes to rightfully praise uh mickey for <laughs> defeating the dragon and saving the day
0: and, as he deserves and minnie mm-hmm. him with a spoon and he still keeps this spoon <laughs> <laughs> If you aren't making the tick jokes during that, you have no
1: soul. Spoon.
3: (laughs) Hey, as long as it's not the room jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Spoon art.
2: (laughs) Not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. (laughs) Oh hi, Donald. All right, so now to I think the, I mean the 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 first three are easily um on the the pretty high chaos level already but the next three just ramp it up to a billion. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, so an ordinary date. Oh <laughs> man, this one. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. This is where it gets real good. So basically, the whole premise of this short is that Mickey and Minnie are going on their ordinary um Tuesday dinner date. But they both want to keep surprising the other, and they're both basically doing this at exactly the same time. And every single time, Mickey has Donald and Goofy, and Minnie has Daisy and Clarabelle as essentially the uh, the wing person, if you will. Uh, the wing duck.
0: The
3: wing duck wing or
2: the wing duck and wing other mammal on um, I don't know. It's this universe. Uh, Goofy is a dog. Yes. Goofy's a well yes, Goofy's a dog but Clarabelle's a cow so they're not both the same thing. And yet they uh mm. still are sometimes paired together, which is interesting to say the least.
0: Yeah, I always like Goofy better with Miss Marple.
3: I mean, I like that they're giving I like that they're giving Clarabelle Cow more to do in these shorts, I think, cuz she was always sort of an underrated character, I think. Yeah,
2: she doesn't really get a whole lot to do normally, so I like that she's in this, for sure. Um, And
3: Horace, horse collar. (laughs) So, like, the
2: first thing that happens is, like, um, so Minnie has this bird that she's trained to say, I love you, Mickey, and do a little show. And Mickey has uh, a bunch of other birds that he's trained to, like, roll out a red carpet for Minnie. Um, But then one of the birds who speaks with a Cockney accent it's like, oh, what are you doing over here? <laughs> one of them owes the other bird money or something, and they all get into a like into a classic fight cloud.
0: This remake of West Side Story is weird.
2: <laughs> well, it's the good feathers, that's what it is. <laughs> and Amen. they they don't realize that the other like the two of them don't realize that the other one is uh, planning all these uh, crazy surprises. And they're just like, how the heck did that happen? Each time that this happens, oh my god, just the whole the whole bird fight is so funny. Yes, and that's just and, the first gag of this.
0: And, and probably my favorite recurring thing is just whenever their shenanigans go um, completely awry their next move is just to have a complete poker face during the date just to say, yep, yep, everything's going Yeah, everything's fine
3: (laughs) And just, you can see internally they are just screaming and just (laughs) suffering and they just want this to end The
2: the two of them are both just such
3: big balls of anxiety, even though they don't
2: need to be, because that's the thing about anxiety though, is it's not always logical, it's like they both know that they like each other and they both know that You know, they both know that the other one likes them. So, you know, it's kind of just like, but I want to do everything I can to prove to the other one that I I love them and I care about them. And it's like, they stress out so much about this that it's really adorably just sweet and also chaotic and insane.
0: And yet insanely relatable at the same time. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like This This is is the the millennial dating mindset in a nutshell. (laughs) Absolutely.
3: and they're still just so so charismatic and adorable
2: i i -hmm. I love them they're so great
3: (laughs) and i love how
2: they're both like screaming code words in the middle of the in the middle of the countryside as they're driving through oh you know i'm so
1: wild about wildlife.
2: (laughs) To 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 trigger their um excellent secret plan that they have which so out in the countryside uh, Mickey has this huge uh, mini balloon. Um, and Minnie has this topiary that, of course, wouldn't you know it has like a bow and arrow for some reason. <laughs> that one felt a little like, okay, why would it have a bow and arrow for any other reason then because it has to pop the balloon,
3: obviously? Uh,
0: because the hedge is a Hanzo main.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love that. Um, yeah. I love the. Like the the thing that really got caught me off guard about this scene is that Goofy just pops his head outside of the deer's mouth out of nowhere. (laughs) Like he's just literally just hanging around inside of this deer until they show up.
0: Getting big bad getting big good wolf flashbacks. I can't go back.
3: (laughs) I can't sleep, wolf will eat me. Can't sleep, wolf will
0: eat me. (laughs) Wolf will eat me.
2: And of course, uh, the balloon pops on the arrow and scares all the wildlife and causes them to careen wildly in the car. It's and not quite I,
0: as glorious as the Grunkle Stan balloon flying down. I eat kids, but <laughs> eh, close enough. Well,
2: well, what is what is as good as that? <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just pure chaos. But this is up there with that.
0: Oh, can you imagine Alex Hirsch collaborating for a bunch of episodes of this?
3: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's not on the writing staff, frankly. <laughs> um,
2: But then the next one is um, they're on the highway and there is a billboard and uh, a, well, on Minnie's side, there's a billboard. And on, on Mickey's side, there's a plane and, um, Donald and Goofy are skywriting, and then they turn... Uh, Daisy and Clarabelle turn the billboard on. Oh, the other thing that happens is uh, Clarabelle s- slaps Daisy with
3: her udders. <laughs> That's no basically the equivalent of slapping someone with your boobs.
2: Exactly! I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, did that just happen? How did that make it past? Oh wait, this is not Disney Channel. We don't have to worry about the censors here.
0: And DeviantArt has entered the chat once again.
3: God damn it! I, I <laughs> thought I blocked them already. That said, I'll take care of those bastards once and for all. <laughs> Tyler was never seen again. So yeah, it goes just as well as you'd expect because the because the plane crashes into the billboard and the billboard like the letters fall off but only two letters are on there o and w so it Ow. just reads out. the heart is broken and it's just yeah it's perfect uh i
0: always i always love it when they cra- when cartoon characters like crash into billboards and it still makes and it, the letters that are left make the funny joke
2: <laughs> i'm trying to remember what it was in the 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 song from Milo Murphy's Law, where the grizzly bear is coming after Milo and he like swipes at the sign. I think it just says run or something like that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That I that song, because uh, I don't know if we're gonna talk about that episode anytime soon. But that the the that the look and hide low from Milo song is just one of the greatest things that's ever existed in the history of Disney television animation because it's like it's so it, it it's, it's this upbeat song about this bear that's looking to straight up murder a kid
3: <laughs> it's really funny I yeah,
2: mean Weird Dan Al got happy. mauled
3: by a bear in I mean Weird Al got mauled by a bear in Close Enough and so. Close Enough that's right
2: <laughs> I just wanted to go to a parody you, you can tell how long that show was stuck in development hell because of that, because of that joke, or not, not even development hell, but just limbo. of, Okay, where are we actually going to air
3: this? Well, at least now it's getting a season two. So Yes, it
2: got a season two,
3: and it's very good. As go it close deserves, by the way. Yes, go watch close enough on HBO Max. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it looks so good. I, I watched gotta... the whole first season. <laughs> I haven't gotten through all of season two yet, but it's so good. It's so so good. Oh, season two's out already. Nice. Yes, yeah, season
2: two's out already on HBO again on HBO Max. <laughs> plug ity, plug it. Go watch. Right. We're not affiliated and, with them, uh, but we're still going
3: to tell you to watch them because it's a good show. Yes. <laughs> and back to Mickey. Uh, back so to Mickey. To so the, they're both so in the restaurant. restaurant scene, which they're both in easy. the restaurant,
2: and they all—they both think the other is miserable. So th- that's the thing is, Mickey and Minnie are so similar. They both even have the same idea on how to get you know out of there to go plan what they're going to do next, and that is they both spill their food on on themselves and then run to the bathroom.
3: No, Mickey just straight up. Drops like the whole plate of spaghetti into his pants. Yeah,
2: and then Minnie like <laughs> just, gotta be just like severely
3: covers impossible. herself in the pizza. <laughs>
2: like she basically <laughs> wears it like a hat, except you know, and the mouth
3: moves too. Yeah, the mouth moves <laughs> with her.
0: Although with Mickey putting like the suit. with Mickey putting the spaghetti down his pants, that's just him bringing balance to the universe after he put <laughs> the ice cream in his pants in yeah. that one episode.
2: Um, and then, I love your background again, Tyler. <laughs> um, and then you got, I love the, the way that they did the scene where they're going back and forth, Uh and, and it, the two conversations are like exactly the same, um, uh, but it's cutting back and forth between, between, uh, Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle and Goofy, Donald and Mickey. I mean, Goofy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm. My brain is fried. Um, it dude, it cu- it's, it's, fine, it's cutting back too. and forth between Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle and uh, Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. And there's even one part where Goofy's like, yeah, what Daisy said, I mean, what Donald said.
0: Because <laughs> even the people in the episode are getting everyone mixed up. So you're in good company, Chandler.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm still like running on empty when it comes to social interaction, so... Oh my God! Dude. No, I. I mean, I, I, you know, the the my my, my only. And this
2: is not gonna be the episode, but <laughs> my only hope is that they fix the scheduling by the time I get back from my trip because I, I messaged my union leader about all that and she's like, "Yeah, that schedule is really gross." I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like working till like 3:25 tonight. It's like. Well, I mean, Ooh. I I I decided to do that instead of what I had been scheduled. Wait, what, what were you originally scheduled? Well, I was originally scheduled to work from like, it was another 14 hour shift that was like an all day shift. And so basically Mickey and Minnie are both like, we're going to do all the remaining surprises at once. And everything happens super fast at this point. <laughs> there is an ice sculpture and a giant thing of pudding that collide and pudding goes everywhere throughout the restaurant. There is like a like a couple of um like I don't even know what
3: that is, how to describe it, other than just they're doing like a kick line, but it's like yeah, they're really doing the all four mascot yeah. heads. These <laughs> terrifying mascot heads that I made my uh zoom background now. They remind me <laughs> a lot of like the 60s giant head Disney mascots that they had in the park. Yeah. Where it was like they had these giant fucking heads, but these tiny little human bodies. Let me just tell you, the the like, it's it's amazing how much they missed the mark until they finally got like the the park characters down. Yeah, there
2: were a lot of really really bad ones. I mean, they've literally made fun of one in the House of Tomorrow episode. Yes.
1: God, <laughs> I, <mean, laughs> I still really love that. Awful. <laughs> like
2: you think this is Times Square quality, but it's not. This was actually in the parks. <laughs>
3: It's not even Times Square quality. It's literally sleep paralysis quality. <laughs> yes.
0: Ugh.
3: It's like, there's a creepypasta about this somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I'm just sitting here making Pac-Man jokes.
3: do 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 um,
2: And there's another one where the, there's like a band that comes out from the floor. Like, like, what kind of restaurant is this that they have this whole freaking... Uh, um. They have this whole Jedi Training Academy at Disneyland set
3: up for the band. Or Tomorrowland Terrace. Been well, planning. yeah, Tomorrowland Terrace. They
2: have this whole Tomorrowland Terrace set up for the band. And then the band gets smashed into the ceiling. I'm like, who built this elevator with that option?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but they deserve a raise.
2: <laughs> you know what? I bet it was Yzma. It seems like something, because because Goofy pulls a lever the wrong way and that's what happened. So it was probably Yzma.
0: <laughs> Hi, Micah.
2: Hi, Micah. Hi, Micah. Pull the lever. Crunch. (laughs) Smash. Wrong lever.
3: Long ago, in a faraway land, there was a prosperous studio run by a middle-aged CEO. In an era of princesses and flashy musical numbers, the studio decided to go in a different direction, and thus their most unique creation was born. And they called it the Emperor's New Groove. But The Emperor's New Groove is more than just one movie. There's an entire expanded groove out there and I intend to explore it all on The Emperor's New Podcast. Hi, I'm Micah Hirsch, and I'll be your host on this whimsical journey as I'm joined by special guests to discuss every corner of this underrated franchise, from movies to television to theme parks. You can hear all about it on The Emperor's New Podcast, available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Be sure to stop by and give it a listen. And remember, beware the groove. And then eventually they just tell each other how they're feeling and they decide, hey, we don't need to be flashy to love each other. We can just show it. We can just just be together. Exactly.
2: And yeah. uh, then they enjoy the fireworks as the restaurant
3: burns to the ground. Uh, dozens of people probably died in that restaurant. But it's okay. Yeah, they all
0: like Superstar yeah. Limo anyway.
3: Heyo! <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, at least the waiter so, still has a job. Mm. Oh yeah, because that was the restaurant from uh, from the Third Wheel episode. Ugh. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it was. Um, I hadn't even thought about times. that. I was just saying the waiter the waiter landed in the park where they are and served them dinner, and at so least they got to casualty. complete their date without being inside the stomach of Goofy. <laughs> um so the next one of course is supermarket scramble and this one is just pure chaos oh my god this is I my love favorite it out of so all
3: much one.
0: this hit me in my retail soul
3: <laughs> listen i worked retail for a week and it was easily one of the worst experiences of my life this month this bit gets me. it
0: yeah Worked at a Publix for eight months in Tennessee, and I like the work because I'm one of the bizarre people that actually like doing, you know, customer service and helping out customers and all that. And I'm kind of tall for a stormtrooper, so I can reach the top shelf and help people out that way. So, you know,
3: <laughs> yeah, you just wore the mask on the job all the time, and nobody questioned it. They were cool with it, which, you know, that's a pretty that's a pretty progressive move on their part, I think. I, I mean, you remember mm-hmm. the whole Chad Vader series, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. God, that's a fucking
2: throwback right there. That is that was like the early days of YouTube.
0: And what's Back even before. weirder is that the guy who plays Chad Vader still voices Darth Vader in, in um animated projects. Yeah, really?
2: He was the actual uh yeah, he was the he was the actual wow. guy uh, Lucasfilm had that they were gonna have play Darth Vader in the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars crossover. But um Dan and Swampy had someone that they liked better for and that they would end up and they ended up going with him instead. Oh, I
3: didn't and of know
0: course, that. he most recently played Darth Vader in the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special.
2: Wow. Yes. Holy shit. Let's see. Another thing that we've covered on this podcast up to this <laughs> point.
0: That I'm still not bitter that I missed. I'm not bitter.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. That, was, that <laughs> still, yeah, was a bummer. Um,
0: I could have had an entire bingo card of and I have this set and I have this one and this one. <laughs> Don't have that one, but I know that one.
2: Um, so back to supermarket scramble. So uh, Mickey and friends are having a great day, just you know, frolicking around the park and all that. And Mickey's like, I wish this perfect day didn't have to end. Wait a minute, what if we have a barbecue? And everyone's like, That's a great idea. Oh, but we got to go
3: to the store first. And into the consumerist hell we go. Let me just let me just preface by saying. The customer is not always right. Nine times out of ten, the customer is a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Listen, I I have horror stories about what went on in that one week of work in retail.
1: <sighs>
3: Just, ugh. So they
2: decided to divide and conquer. Um, so basically, um, Daisy stays in the car while Minnie goes in and gets the meats um donald goes and gets the produce and goofy is tasked with getting the lobster and mickey's like and i'll get the fixins, um which of course
3: means all the condiments and barbecue sauce and all that good stuff can i just uh, say that i just really related to donald's struggle with getting that plastic bag oh open. my god <laughs> yes as someone with not super great motor skills that is the one thing that pisses me off the most about opening those kinds of bags and I struggle with it on the job too. Like I tried to do it with, like with, with like my pincher finger and still it takes forever and I can't even do the lick my finger and get it off trick because COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
2: um <laughs> also just, and um also Daisy said A CAB. Absolutely
3: <laughs> just the, the bit where she's outside with the police officer. This yes, this is and a no convertible zone. Yeah, she's in the convertible, and she rolls the window up, and she's like, sorry, I can't hear you. I can't
1: you. hear
2: you. The window same is up.
3: Same. And then the cop just walks away.
0: <laughs> I bet Tress McNeil just had a blast voicing Daisy for this episode.
3: Oh, yeah. Tress McNeil, Tress McNeil had, had a blast voicing her just any time. She nails Daisy Duck to a T, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so of course Mickey goes down grabbing just about all the different
2: kinds of barbecue sauce. Uh regular barbecue sauce, spicy, sweet, etc. Sweet, sweet
3: barbecue sauce.
2: And
3: sweet baby
2: rays. Then he sees this old lady looking uh looking to try to grab a bottle of sauce on the top shelf, even though the same one is one shelf down, too.
1: Um,
2: I know, but
3: Mickey, Mickey likes to be the good guy, and that's like a very of course, and that.
2: That ends up being what causes him to go on this spiral that uh ultimately ends up making him store manager.
3: <laughs> yeah, As the he, store except- man, the old store manager just literally comes up to him and says, Here, take my job. I don't want it anymore. And he gives him his he gives him his uniform and he just runs off naked. I'm See,
0: except for the store manager part, that was pretty much my job when I wasn't um, facing up shelves, just helping people reach stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I literally, when I went in for my supermarket job, I literally just showed up and they gave it to me on the spot. (laughs) That was probably red flag number one in retrospect. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, of course, Donald has problems getting the bags open.
2: Also, I think the song that he's singing uh is probably from something that's older, but I, I don't know if it is or not.
3: Oh, did you guys notice uh did you guys notice flounder on the uh seafood sign? Uh no, I didn't. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I, here, I'll I'll pull it up real quick. Yeah.
2: Um Minnie's going through the meat and she's like, Grade A meat, grade A meat, grade B meat. No, I'm not getting <laughs> grade grade B meat. Only only the best for my friends and you like, know aw. what respect minnie respect and then a message comes on over the loudspeaker um that says that there's a fire sale on hot dogs all you can carry for just a dollar
3: Frankly, yeah, all you can carry for America 1 cheese.
2: and she just feels the ground shaking and everyone runs runs towards the deli section <laughs> and there's a super
0: bowl super bowl sunday
2: apparently Um, and then
3: Goofy ends up going diving with the lobsters. (laughs) Yeah. He literally just sticks his head in to get the look, to get a look at what the best one would be. And he gets fucking pinched right away. (laughs) Yeah. And he, the funny thing is he really doesn't show up much in this other than the just get pinched by the lobsters and just run around frantically, which yeah, mood. I mean, you think nope. in a supermarket short that Goofy hijinks would be
2: the the funniest thing. And that's why I think they actually kind of held back a lot. Because I think part of the the, fun, the funny thing with that at the end is when they're like, hey, didn't we forget the lobsters? And Goofy's still just chilling in the tank later.
0: You know, Tom Hardy the... made this look so easy.
3: <laughs> you know, Again, one, one of the venomers. criticisms that I've noticed about Goofy in this is that people complain about his character design a lot. That he seems to look too run down, but if you knew, if you remember what he looked like in the 30s, it totally matches the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Although I feel like with Goofy in a grocery store on a busy day, I feel like that's just gonna be, that could be like a really good modern Goofy short in and of itself, like how to hook oh, up yeah. in theater just like yes. do that like goofy getting snacks for Super Bowl Saturday
3: or whatever. Uh Chandler, also you got to talk about those two at some point. Yeah. I'd, I'd be down for that.
2: Yes. Um so um also I like the 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 joke where um, you have uh, a dachshund being like, "Hey, she's got the last hot dogs." <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, and and uh, Pete and Minnie's turned into this Pete. like
2: warrior of the supermarket
3: apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete shows up too. He makes a cameo where he tries to steal the 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 the, the sausages from Minnie, and she just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> you know, there's a big now. Can we
0: just get beyond Thunderdome?
2: It was a big city greens episode that I remember was kind of similar to this, where it's just chaos in the store
0: <laughs>
2: on um, on Black Friday. Ooh, okay. Um, but that was specifically Black Friday. No, this is just a normal day, and it's everything's on fire.
0: <laughs> Retail
2: nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Retail, not even once. And Daisy <laughs> finally gets fed up of waiting and walks in to see all hell breaking loose. And she's like, what in the world? Oh, yeah.
3: Mickey fucking snaps. She
2: finally turns to see Mickey like freaking out as the store manager. And he's like, I have to make everyone happy. I'm the store manager. She's like, no, you're not. You're supposed to be shopping.
3: Remember the (laughs) barbecue? It's like, but but the the store, the barbecue. And then he saves the day, of course. Then he saves the day after Daisy snaps him out of it. The store doesn't have a manager now, but it's okay. Yep, everything's going to shit. People are mauling each other in, in the stu- in the store, but hey, at least they got their barbecue. Well, that's why you don't announce a sale on hot dogs like that. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, they forget Goofy, too, by the way. Yeah, they do, right. <laughs> they forget Goofy, and he's still hanging out in the lobster tank. And um, Donald ultimately gains a
2: superpower with the static from the bags. And then I love just when they pull up into the war zone that Minnie is on the top of with all
3: the hot dogs, and she just <laughs> freaking roars. And they do you a close I... up. Yeah, it's the Godzilla roar too. Yes. <laughs> and then and it you just thought it I was zooms. joking
0: with my Thunderdome reference.
3: And you get and you get a zoo, and it zooms in on Minnie too, and she's buff like she was in the uh, Charlie episode. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then Mickey calls her and then she just transforms back into the regular Minnie and she's like, coming. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of in
2: um in the Meepless in Seattle episode of Phineas and Ferb, where um uh, Isabella has to outcute Mitch and she like um she like lands on the platform in front of him, she looks all serious, her hair is a mess. And then she turns around and is like, her hair is perfect. And she's just the cutest she can possibly be. (laughs) It's like, just, I I love timing like that. It's so perfect.
0: Cartoon logic, baby.
2: Of course. That's the kind of stuff I love about animation where it's like, this is the stuff that you can't do in in reality. That's the whole fun of it. It's like, why would you want to make an animated film again in live action? What is the, what is the fun of doing that?
0: good freaking question
2: I mean, you're not wrong <laughs> you know it's like it's like and obviously this is more cartoony than like the renaissance films are but the renaissance films are still cartoony I mean freaking Aladdin for crying out loud and even with uh, with Beauty and the Beast they still got plenty of great comedic timing
0: and, and of course Lion King
2: and, and, and I mean Lion King too exactly it's like you know why would you want to watch the same thing but worse but enough about the live action remakes we're not here to talk about that yeah
0: just containing my reach Mm. the Dumbo
2: live tweet coming soon to a Deagle Twitter feed near you
0: very soon I promise
3: All right, so you
2: guys ready to move on the last one Uh, yeah so like we said uh, oh, I also like how Mickey's like hey we're not shoplifting and he just throws a bunch of money at the the cashier (laughs) so my question is if they had this much money why the hell did they just not get the, the groceries delivered to them that's a good point actually yeah (laughs) why not it's like if i had if i had enough money to just be able to throw my cash in a cashier like that it's like just order it on shipped or what or whatever (laughs)
3: like that shit like you have enough money to get that delivered to you and to pay for the groceries just make (laughs) your day much easier
0: yeah i mean mickey is the mayor of toontown he's got to be kind of
3: stacked but then again, this is a cartoon and we wouldn't have as fun a plot if they just did that. Of course, so,
2: of course, of yeah.
1: course.
3: That's just kind of nitpicking.
2: Oh, and also the other thing we didn't really mention is that um there's kind of this whole traffic jam that happens behind Daisy. There's like a whole <laughs> crowd of angry people surrounding her. It's like, do these people really have nothing better to do?
3: I guess not. I mean, like that still like, is like a major inconvenience. To have that bad a traffic jam, I'd be pretty pissed. So True, but
2: they'll like get out of their car and surround
3: her.
1: <laughs> it's
2: like they're they're just in the parking lot, you know. I, th- I think they could go around.
0: It's like a Costco parking lot on a Saturday.
2: Yeah, basically.
0: And just as hostile.
2: But then they have <laughs> yes. the barbecue and it's great. And then, yeah, they're like, oh, wait, where's Goofy? And Goofy's hanging out in the lobster tank.
0: I'm a subaquatic dog.
1: <laughs>
0: I king of the pirates.
2: <laughs> um so then of course the last one or this one is probably my favorite of the bunch mm. is of course Just the Four of Us.
3: Wait, but there, there's three of us here. What are you talking about, man? No, the short is called Just the Four of Us. But <laughs> um
2: um, so then of course the last one, or this one is probably my favorite of the bunch mm. is of course, just the four of us. Wait, but there, there's three of us here. What are you talking about, man? No, the short is called just the four of us. Um, but so, so this short, basically <laughs> the whole premise of this one is that Daisy and Donald are absolutely exhausted from all of the double dates they've gone on with Nikki and Minnie and want to just have a night alone to themselves um so donald calls and and um tells mickey that they can't make it for the date that night that they were they were going to go to but he makes the fatal mistake of telling mickey that they're sick
1: congratulations and you fucked up
2: that, daisy's <laughs> like you told up. him that we were sick he's like why was that a bad thing he's like They're going to be over any minute to take care of us. And the whole thing very quickly becomes not even like, not
3: even like a parody. It's a full blown horror movie. (laughs) I got to say this one did a really good job of subverting my expectations because I automatically assumed this was going to turn into Mickey and Minnie take care of Donald and Daisy when they're not sick and they use unconventional methods. This was so much better I think. Oh my god. I mean I The mad
0: doctor wishes it was as scary as this.
3: Honestly,
2: I am a huge horror fan and I fucking love this short. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. Uh I mean it's got Minnie just having a tea party very very creepily like she's got the the mask on and everything which definitely isn't pertinent at all. <laughs> um
0: mood
3: Insert collar tug here,
2: and just the the way that they carry the the Mickey and Minnie carry themselves, they are basically like um it it almost is like a home invasion horror movie kind of deal. <laughs> it's so so good. It's like how do I even how do how do I even really begin to describe it other than just um uh, you know it's just a it's just a series of. Um, Donald and Daisy are hiding in various ways. Like one of them is um, Daisy hides within a bunch of stuffed
3: animals that they have just in a room for some reason. Ooh, you know what we should mention too? We should mention some of the some of the double dates they go on. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it includes it includes them going on a rodeo where Donald and Daisy get kicked across the room. Uh, going on a safari where Donald and Daisy get bored by Ka. Yay, more, going more. On Safari where Donald and Daisy get bored by Ka because sure why not? Yay, more war.
0: Safari my safari my ass, they just went to Animal Kingdom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah, so let's see you got and then they were at the beach and there was a shark.
3: Oh, and then, there's, and then there's the one where they're on the rocket where they go, where they try to fly to the moon. But it's literally them on a firework and, D- and Donald and Daisy are trying to blow it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I'm kind yeah, of bummed so. with the beach, with the uh, quick shot of the beach date that it was a shark. It should have been Monstro.
3: It yeah. Really yeah, that would have made a lot of sense.
0: Now that episode is instantly ruined forever. It's my least favorite episode that didn't include Monstro. Hmm.
3: zero out of 10 franchise ruined forever (laughs) yeah like so so after donald calls
2: they see or they hear the car crashing and you just get the silhouettes of mickey and minnie standing there it's like i never thought i'd see mickey and minnie's silhouettes look scary (laughs) and yet here they are with this And, yeah, so like I said, so there's the whole thing with the dolls, uh, with the tea party. I mean, the closest Um,
3: I've seen to Mickey's silhouette looking scary was that one uh, Walt Disney Home Videos logo in the 70s. Hmm. Yeah, you can kind of sort of see it, I guess.
2: Yeah. Um... What else is there? Because it's like the, it, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to to really describe what happens beat by beat because it's it's just a really well directed um, horror sequence essentially.
3: Yeah, there's some oh. actually really good like effective shots here because there's the one where a uh, mini shadow is coming up the stairs and you can kind of see the fingers stretch out because it's they're yeah. doing like a tribute to uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. That. Hmm. Also speaking love... of childhood trauma.
2: I also love them, Daisy. Daisy, <laughs> I hear you have the flu. <laughs> I'm half crazy trying to care for you.
3: Oh yeah, I'm then there's Goofy's crazy cameo from... too, where he uh, where he uses Donald's shower.
2: Yeah, Go- <laughs> Goofy's in the house for some inexplicable reason, and he's like, "Yeah, I had to use your shower. It was that time of the month." What is? What what does that mean? Goofy, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also the bit with like the the kitchen door that goes back and forth and it's like Mickey's turned his back to it and then he's facing it and then he's gone
3: and then jump scare.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
3: Oh yeah, and they and they do a reference to uh the spoonful of sugar song cuz uh, yes. When, when uh, he's in the when Mickey's in the cabinet, he says, "Come on, are, Donald. Are you looking a for a spoonful of sugar? To to of help
2: medicine the medicine go down?" Go down. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, but yeah, this oh. short the short is just so great. Yeah, I can definitely see why it's your favorite. I I do prefer the supermarket short a little bit more, but I this, think they're both really close in terms. Yeah, of... Yeah, they're underwear. both they're both like good contenders. I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. Although probably the ultimate question. Do you think that, that the creative team behind this short, that they could tackle a Haunted, a haunted Mansion animated project? Hell
3: Absolutely. yes.
2: Absolutely. Mm. Also, uh, so when Goofy shows up, Donald's skeleton just jumps out of his skin.
3: <laughs> right, and then and then his skin just plops.
2: And then um, Donald's like, you didn't see me. And Goofy's like, I didn't see him. My mind's playing tricks on me. <laughs> And he runs away.
0: Uh, I just love Bill Farmer as a voice actor. He's he's great. <laughs> Bill
2: Farmer is a treasure. I he mean, really I, really uh, because nice. of course he's mostly known for Goofy and Pluto, but he also is, of course, um, Hot Pop on Amphibia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Still waiting patiently for True Colors.
3: Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, him, him, and Tony and Selma are just a. Good duo together, I think. Oh yeah! <laughs> like whenever, whenever you have, whenever you have Donald and Goofy together, you know shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in these shorts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So another another shot I love is, of course, the medicine cabinet where he closes it and sees the the reflection of Mickey hiding in the shower.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: like that, again, just just this is a masterfully directed sequence this whole this whole short
0: yeah they they just knew all of the best they knew all of the best um horror conventions to play with during this uh short Mm -hmm.
2: and eventually they both make their way outside and then they start actually sneezing because of course they're actually getting sick probably from the stress as well as you know running around outside in the rain doesn't help hold on yeah, that won't get you sick, honestly. As quickly as like a lot of a
3: high amount of stress can actually like get you sick, right? Yeah.
0: Lord, I know that. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and then the and then the ending, which is like a very good parody of the horror movie freakouts that you have. Oh the yeah. Horror movie fake out endings that you have,
2: uh, where they both they basi- they both basically pass out next to a cliff, and they wake up in the hospital, and they're like, "It's okay. It's just the two of us." <laughs> and then uh, Mickey's like, "Oh, you mean the four of us?" <laughs>
1: Rich, you thought?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Just again, so so freaking good. Yes.
0: Would that ending be a Halloween two reference? Since you know that's when Michael Myers is stalking Lori Strode through the hospital.
3: Yeah, I mean, kind of. It'd be kind of a deep cut, but yeah, probably. Yeah, Possibly. deep cut. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's of course, again, classic horror trope. The, or is it ending? I love it. Yeah. Or
3: <laughs> is it, it wasn't a dream at all. Oh man. I really hope they re- they do more of these shorts in the future. Cause they are just so, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope this gets renewed for another season.
2: I mean, they, they've been making these since. What? 2015. Yeah. 2013.
3: No, 2012, right? 2013.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they've been making these for almost 10 years and they they show no signs of stopping anytime soon. I mean, and and of course, this version of Mickey is actually really popular to see in the parks now, which I think is really cool.
3: I mean, they made they made an entire attraction out of these shorts. There's no excuse.
2: Right. Right. There's an entire ride and there's a lot of merchandise using the Paul Rudish Mickey. So I think that um, outside of like the 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 face characters, they really do like using these versions because they know that these versions are what people, you know, recognize these days because it's the it's they're, they're the most fun and they're, they're, they're the most um they're, they're the most entertaining version of Mickey that we've seen in a long time other than like a, a stupid internet creepypasta i couldn't picture like like mickey in the parks you know being scary
1: yeah uh,
2: you kind of yeah, get absolutely. that in that last short and um as for the rest of them it's just it's chaos it's really fun it's really sweet i, I love everything with uh, with mickey and minnie i love their relationship they're so they're so <laughs> freaking cute i love them so much um
3: it's just it's it's good i like it i like it a lot (laughs) i've said it in the last episode and i'll say it again i love everything about these shorts they're just perfection i keep making more of them never stop although if you guys want to stop go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i
2: think um i so as this episode drops i'm going to be in kansas city and the day after this i'm going to be visiting Um, Marceline, Missouri, so I'll be visiting Walt Disney's hometown, the Walt Disney Hometown Mm. Museum. And so I wanted to talk about more of these shorts because I really think that these shorts would make Walt proud. I I know, you know, it's kind of hard to speak to. It's like, what would Walt have wanted? You know, people try to answer that question all the time. But I think that these shorts should be like, yes, this is it. This is Mm -hmm. what these characters are, and this is what you know, th- this is how it should be. It's 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 funny. It's chaos. It's sweet. It's everything you want.
3: While well, I really yeah. wish people would just forever stop saying, "What would Walt have wanted?" Yeah, basically that. Oh yeah, it just you're you, you you totally hit the nail on the head. I think.
2: but I think I think it's mm-hmm. a very worthy throwback slash modernization because that's the thing is, it's simultaneously classic. You know, there's a lot of really great details from past disney works both um the more recent ones like the renaissance films and going all the way back to the big bad wolf with the three little pigs you know there's something in it for everyone that everyone is everyone is going to notice something new each time they watch these and i think that's really great you know it's, it's like i said it's it's modern and yet also a throwback
0: I've just been so happy with these uh, Mickey shorts, the more and more that I watched them because uh, it was such a hard sell for me initially, not only just because of the designs, but because I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Mickey Mouse is my all-time favorite fictional character. I've loved him ever since I was a kid, and so I'm always a little apprehensive about seeing new versions of, of him, but... Just the more and more I've seen of the Paul Rudish Mickey shorts, the more and more I I just love them. Love them to death so much.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, strongly, strongly agree. I mean, you yes. guys have seen my watch, right?
0: Nice. <laughs> and hey, the <laughs> Paul yes, Rudish Mickey shorts. That's cool. The Paul Rudish Mickey is the face of the Disney TV animation um bumper at the end of modern Disney TV shows right, for he a good is. reason?
3: Yeah, yep. rightfully so. I think rightfully mm-hmm. so,
2: absolutely. I hope they do more specials too, more like longer special episodes. But I think the I think like the seven minute length is perfect for them. That's what I want to say. It was um, I'm, I'm not sure if this was Dan or Swampy that said this, but uh, I, I think it was Dan said that um, he'd like to possibly consider doing something where it would be like you'd have an 11-minute, uh seven-minute, and like a three or four-minute for a show. So you don't always have to do an 11-minute or a 22 because you don't always need 11 minutes. You know, hmm. I think that's another thing that's really good about these is you don't need the whole runtime of a normal show. You could do this in a limited amount of time and still tell a, a really great story in a short amount of time. Yeah, agreed.
0: Brevity is the soul of wit and all. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Less is more. I mean, they're mm-hmm. so they're so fast and entertaining, and there's so much going on. And of course, the same can be said for the ride, but we've also done a whole episode of the podcast on the ride, too. So
0: cannot wait for that ride to come to California. Oh yeah. It's,
2: it's I
3: can't wait to what? be in Florida so I can ride it.
0: What big
2: building? There's no big building here <laughs> paid for by the Department of Plausible Deniability. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Although, aside from that new ride, what I think is missing the most from Toontown, a Scrooge McDuck money bin meet-and-greet.
3: Yes! Oh, you mean like what they did at Comic-Con, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: Tempting, but that thing would be insane to clean to be like a ball pit on steroids. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking probably not, but just like to have a nice facade there to do meet-and-greets. Maybe like a facade slash playground, kind of like... um, like you know donald's boat or something like that
3: yeah <laughs> yes
0: yes i am a All grown right. adult who has been through the toontown playgrounds whatever
3: <laughs> hey, yeah i'd probably do the same thing man don't worry about oh, it. oh yeah <laughs> you haven't um,
0: lived until you've chain rode um gadgets go coaster about three or four times <laughs> just yes. no one in line you want to go again yeah woohoo <laughs> see
2: it's, it's kind of like yeah you can never do that on space mountain because you can't lap it like you have to get off and go up to to ride again
1: <laughs>
2: you literally can't lap it here in california you could but here nope
1: because
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> because it goes up that lower lift hill and there's like a piece of track that goes like right above where the rockets go up ah so it's like yeah it would, it would actually break the ride to send someone through that way <laughs> um so i think that's about everything we had to say about these new set of mickey shorts they are fantastic go watch them obviously if you haven't watched them yet what are you doing (laughs) like why are you just listening to us talk about them go watch them because like especially with the supermarket one and just the four of us we can't do it justice it's like you gotta just watch it
0: and hey, even if you don't have Disney Plus, there's always the classic ones that are still on YouTube.
2: Yeah, so I'll say yeah.
0: classic with air. A whole force.
2: bunch of the original ones, not, not not original in the sense of like the old ones, but like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the older set that aren't Disney Plus exclusive are still on there
3: for free. Um. So, does anyone have anything they want to plug? Uh, yeah. You can find me at. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler FG. Instagram at Tyler 96 I'm one of the three hosts of the, I'm one of the three hosts of the Channel KRT podcast, which looks back. Yep, I'm the T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the T of the Channel KRT podcast, where we look back at, where we look back on the obscure and nostalgic media. Uh, you can find us wherever you hear your podcasts. Uh, we're on Twitter at Channel underscore KRT, Instagram at Channel KRT Podcast, all one word. We're on Patreon now at patreon.com slash channel krt podcast and uh yeah we have a lot of fun episodes that we're working on and we can't wait for you to hear them and who knows maybe Chandler will be on a future episode wink wink (laughs) there's never
2: ever ever been a show like the one you'll see where
0: i'm on it Right. Uh, you know me. You can still find me on YouTube at dgilvids, d g i l v i d s, where you can find my occasional series D Gaming, which has new installments every Tuesday and Thursday, where you can see me kick butt in Overwatch. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at dgil two two nine five. The Dumbo yes. Live tweet is coming. I promise it will be out at least by this weekend, or at least you know when we're recording this but it'll be out hopefully by the time this episode is posted it should be out
2: take a shot every time Deagle has said that (laughs) (laughs) I mean it (laughs) you can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97 I've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show Theme Park Backlot on there and I'm still planning on doing the Disney Springs video but that's still a ways off Especially since I'm going to be starting a new series of vlogs that are a combination of a vlog and a scripted video all about my current road trip adventure. Once again, you can follow all of that on my Twitter account at Starport97. I'll be posting regular updates about the trip as it happens, and you can follow it on YouTube once the trip has concluded. You can also follow this podcast at Podcast Acronym on Twitter, at Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. And be sure to join us next week when we talk all about Milo Murphy's Law, Murphy Family Vacation, slash Murphy's Lard. (laughs)